Esselamu Aleyküm ve Rahmetullahi ve Berekatuhu. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve afdolu salati ve etemmü teslim. Ala nebiyyina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. Dear brothers and sisters, welcome to the series of the history of Al-Kaaba. We are in the first days of the Hijjah. These blessed days where the Prophet ﷺ told us that the best deeds are the deeds which will be performed during these days. So I advise myself and I advise all of you brothers and sisters to use these days to increase your ibadah, your worship in different ways, in the salah, in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fasting, reading Quran, doing all acts of worship, all the good deeds, because as I mentioned, Nabiuna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us that the deeds, the good deeds in these days, blessed days, the 10 days of the Hijjah are better than any good deeds in any other days during the year. So we'll continue today, inshallah, talking about the history of Al-Kaaba. In part one and two, yesterday I spoke about Ibrahim السلام, and also when Qusay uh, ibn Kilab rebuilt the Kaaba and Quraysh and Nabiya Muhammad وسلم, <coughs> was part of that when he put the black stone Hajar al-Aswad in its place. During the time of the Prophet وسلم, <clears throat> there was no changes in the Kaaba. Uh, during the time of Umar radiallahu anhu, an, they extended al-Masjid al-Haram. So Umar al-Khattab radiallahu an, bought <clears throat> many of the houses around, around the Kaaba and he extended the haram. And the same happened in the time of Uthman radiallahu an. During the Umawi time, at the beginning there was problems between Abdul Malik bin Marwan and Abdullah ibn Zubair. Abdullah ibn Zubair declared himself Khalifa in, uh, in Al-Hijaz because he refused with many Muslims at that time the Khilafah of Yazid which is not our subject now and because of that the Umawi uh, government at that time they sent soldiers or a big army against Abdullah Ibn Azubair. 
So at that time, because Al Kaaba being targeted uh, by the by the army, there was many many parts of Al Kaaba being destroyed. So Abdullah ibn Zubair uh, consulted the leaders of Mecca at that time, the leaders of Muslims. There was many of the Sahaba there and asked them how we deal with this problem. Look, the uh, many of the parts or many parts of the Kaaba now de being destroyed and uh, we need to solve this problem. So <clears throat> some of the leaders, the Sahaba at that time, they said there's no problem, you can knock it down and rebuild it. And one of the great Sahabas at that time who uh, said to him that you can do that is Jabir bin Abdullah radiallahu and many others they said no and one of the great Sahaba at that time who was against the idea of looking Al Kaaba down and rebuild it was Abdullah ibn Abbas and he said to him leave it as the Prophet left it because I am afraid that they might people come after you and they will uh, destroy it then another one will come and build it then this will continue so because of all of these things which might happen then the respect of the Kaaba in the hearts of the people will go and uh, then it will not be sacred anymore but I suggest that you fix it. Ibn Zubair, he said, uh, you will not accept to fix pa uh, only parts of your house if uh, you'll find the, the pillars and the, the walls being, being destroyed, you'll not go to fix it. So how can I do this with the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And uh, Abdullah ibn Zubair, he took the decision by himself uh, at the beginning to, to do that, but he continued consulting uh, many of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. And we have to point here that Abdullah ibn Zubair heard the hadith which narrated by his auntie Aisha. So, just to clarify this, Abdullah ibn Zubair is the son of Asma bint Abi Bakr. And Aisha, she's the daughter of Abi Bakr. So, Aisha radiallahu anha, the wife of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is the auntie of Abdullah ibn Zubair. So, she narrated to him the hadith which has mentioned it the first part that Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam said to Aisha Lawla anna qawmaki hadithu ahdim bi jahiliya if your people 
means Quraysh, is not uh, close to Jahiliya period, then I will rebuild the Kaaba on the foundations of Ibrahim, and then we'll make, I'll make two doors, and also this what it called Hijr Ismail, which is a Hatim, I'll make it part of the Kaaba. So now Abdullah ibn Zubayr was convinced of this hadith and he'd like now to apply the wish of the Prophet وسلم, which he didn't do it at that time because he was uh, he doesn't want to cause fitna at that time because really the Fath Mecca was only in the last two years of the life of the Prophet وسلم, and the Nabi وسلم, he doesn't want to cause a problem that the people will start look Muhammad وسلم, what he's doing to Al-Kaaba so Abdullah ibn Zubair thought that he'd like to fulfill the wish of the Prophet وسلم. so he prepared what he uh, needs to build the Kaaba again and uh, so he went to the Kaaba and he moved all the covers, the curtains, uh, the things which used to be giving as gifts to Al Kaaba and he put it in a secured place uh, in the house of Shayba bin Uthman and Shayba bin Uthman he was the one in charge of the keys of Al Kaaba because the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave it uh, to them at that time so Abdullah ibn Zubair now decided after he consulted and <clears throat> he asked the people of Mecca to leave it because if anything happen then no one will be harmed uh, and remember brothers and sisters what i mentioned in uh, part two about al-feel and uh, the elephant and how allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed those people who came to the knock the Kaaba or destroy the Kaaba and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed them so the people still have that fear so the people they left uh, Mecca and Abdullah ibn Zubair with those who in charge of the operation he started knocking it uh, down and he moved all all the walls until he reached the foundation so when he reached the foundation uh, he reached the foundations of Ibrahim uh, والسلام, and he saw that the foundation goes into that area which is Al-Hijr about six arm spans about three meters and uh, he noticed that if you move any of these stones which is in the foundation 
then the whole uh, of the Kaaba will move. Then Abdullah ibn Zubayr called about 50 uh, people, 50 men of the leaders of Mecca and he said to them, you are my witness that these are the foundation of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Then he started building on that, that foundation. So what he did, he uh, made two doors now, door next to Al-Hajar Al-Aswad, which is the door we can see now, but it's high, and open the door from the opposite uh, side. And uh, also, he, he raised the, the Kaaba 18 Dira. And remember what I said, the Dira is about 50 to 54 centimeters. And uh, then he said, before Quraysh, Al-Kaaba was nine Dira. Then Quraysh made it another nine. And I'd like to add another nine. So it became 27 Dira height, which is about 13 meters. Uh, and then he made also the walls about uh, two zira, two about one meter. And also he made three, three pillars. Then he uh, ordered from uh, Yemen with uh, granite or special, special tiles. And uh, he put it in certain, certain areas uh, there. And uh, he made the door, the door of the Kaaba, uh, two sides, that you can you can open it, two sides. And the height of that door was 11, 11 dira. And also he he made uh, a drain, which takes the water from the roof, and the water will go down to the area of Al-Hajar. This took about uh, a year between 64 Hijri, which is 683 uh, Gregorian, and 65 Hijri. And this was the first built uh, of the Kaaba after, after Islam. Abdullah ibn Zubair, you know, after that, he had a fight with Al-Hajjaj, and Al-Hajjaj, at the, at the end, he killed Abdullah ibn Zubair, and Al-Hajjaj now entered, entered the Kaaba. So, when Hajjaj came to Al-Kaaba, he noticed that Abdullah ibn Zubair made all these changes. So he made the two doors, 
and also he uh, completed the Kaaba, which is this uh, half circle, which is we see it these days, called Hajar Ismail or Al Hatim. So he, he built all of that. So he consulted Abdul Malik ibn Marwan, who was the Khalifa at that time. And Abdul Malik ibn Marwan said to him, look, move uh, all these additions of Al-Hajjaj. Keep the height as, as it is. Don't do anything about the height. And close the other door. And uh, instead of making it half circle from that side, where was a hijr, knock that down and make it as, as a wall. Uh, and this is what Al-Hajjaj did. So after Al-Hajjaj did all of that, Al-Imam Ma uh, Malik narrated to Abdul Marwan, the hadith, which is in Al-Bukhari now, that about what the Nabi Sallallahu was saying about, about Al-Kaaba. And if he, he said at that time, if he had, if the people not close to Jahiriyyah, then he will do all these changes to put it back as Ibrahim والسلام, built it. So when he, when Abdul Malik Marwan heard that hadith from Imam Malik bin Anas, rahimahullah, he consulted him and he said, I heard this, this hadith. Then uh, what, what do you think? So Imam Malik, he said to him, look, I suggest that to keep uh, what Al-Hajjaj did now because we don't want to make uh, Al-Kaaba a subject of politics. One king or one Khalifa will build it and the other one will knock uh, it down. So it will be like a play. So keep it as it is, and this, uh, and they left it as it is at that at that time. And the situation of Kaaba continued after that for a long, a long time. Uh, during all these these times in the Amawi the Amawi time. The Kaaba in itself, there isn't any major change in it. The only thing that they used to do, just some maintenance here and there. But what was uh, extending Al Masjid in itself. So you'll find every few years there will be an extension because there is more people coming. So they need to extend Al Masjid from time to time. In the year 1039 Hijri, which is 1629, there was 
uh, at that time the Ottoman Empire was there and the Khalifa was a Sultan Murad so what happened during that year there was a torrential rain and there was a big like uh, big uh, floods came and that flood entered the masjid and filled it uh, and also affected all the walls of uh, Al Kaaba and one of the walls actually fall down and the other the other walls uh, has been affected badly and also part of the roof fall down and really this made the people uh, at that time so scared because they thought this means that maybe Yawm Al-Qiyamah is coming because they can see in front of them that this holy place, the sacred place being destroyed now by, by the rain and by, by the flood. So uh, he took a decision, Sultan Murad, and uh, he started a big project and he managed to uh, finish it within within a year. So this was 1040 Hijri equal to 1630. Uh, and this was the last one uh, before the extensions, which is in the, in the masjid that we can see these days. Uh, after, after that, really, as I said, the changes in Al Kaaba they are very, very limited. Uh, so they used to change the, the curtains. Uh, in the time of Al Malik Khalid and Malik Fahid, they changed, they changed the door. And uh, the door that we we see we see now uh, being uh, improved in the time of uh, as I said the Malik Khalid and the Malik Malik Fahd and uh, nineteen seventy seven I think uh, they they changed they changed the door and they made it. Uh, a door of gold uh, now and they put decoration on it and it cost a lot uh, of money there's about 280 kilograms of gold used in making in making that door the door of al Kaaba, which we we can uh, see these these days and uh, when when they decorated it they they chose very very beautiful uh decorations and uh, they wrote uh, certain certain ayahs there uh just mention some of these when adkhuluha bi salamin aminin enter it peacefully ja'alallahu al-ka'bata al-bayt al-haram qiyaman lin-nas wa al-shahr al-haram 
رب أدخلني مدخل صدق وأخرجني مخرج صدق واجعل لي من لدنك سلطانا نصيرا كتب ربكم على نفسه الرحمة وقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم there is لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله عند التوب قل يا عبادي الذين أصرفوا على أنفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله and also سورة سورة الفاتحة and this was finished in 1399 which is about 40 years ago from from now so this is brothers and sisters the history of building Al-Kaaba Al-Musharrafa and I'd like to mention here we need to differentiate between Al-Kaaba in itself and Al-Masjid Al-Haram so the extensions that you've seen like the big extension which happened in the last 3-4 years is for the Masjid so Al-Kaaba nothing happened to Al-Kaaba in itself all the extension is for for al-masjid so inshallah in the next part i will talk about uh, all the parts of al-kaaba uh, and their importance in in islam inshallah ta'ala so please keep tuning in to inspire fm 105.1 and i pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept all our deeds and make all of us among those who've been granted mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu wa jazakumullahu khayran.